0: Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, senior pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's word, he will truly encourage your heart. Man, I'm surprised we got anybody here today with this. I walk on, and I, say, I don't want to come today. So <laughs> all right. Well, we're glad you're with us today in you know, we're going to look at God's word today. Where are we in time spiritually? In other words, you know, what does that even matter? You know, when it comes to where we are, I think it's so important that we lock in to see where our changes our perspective in the way we look at life. Let's pray, Father. We come to you today, oh, Lord. We're just so grateful this crazy world that we live in, that Jesus, when we look to you, it calms our hearts, we know that we have hope, and Lord, you give us peace and rest, even when we're right in the midst of whatever battle we're in. Lord, the phone calls that I was... uh, that I took this week from so many people that are hurting and what they're going through. I pray for them right now. Some I can't even talk about. I just pray that they would realize that you will win whatever battle they're facing right now. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this time that we can worship and those that are watching and listening online. Lord, touch our hearts today that we can be encouraged for this week in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, you ever hear somebody say, "Well, you know, just just prove to me that the that the Bible is real." You know, how do I know the Bible's even real? And and, and the reason they want to do that, if it's not real, well, then it, it really, uh, <clears throat> really doesn't mean anything. So they can we can live any way we want to. And that's why people are always trying to disprove. I want to give you just one verse today to show you how real, how true the Bible is. And it's so easy to go to when we look at it and we open it up and we can share with other people. And and as we do that, then you can go back to them and say, what do you think about that? Well, where is that? Look at Isaiah chapter 66. Always remembering as many times I drove across the United States, just remember route 66. So you'll be able to remember that. But in Isaiah chapter 66, God gives us an insight, and he tells us about what we could actually see. Maybe at that time, it didn't make sense. It makes sense to us today, because I'm going to give you a date this coincides with, thousands of years later, that coincides with these verses. The Lord's talking about Zion. In other words, Jerusalem, God's people in Israel, Isaiah 66, verses 6 through 8. The sound of the noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord, who fully repays his enemies. We sometimes forget that. God will fully repay repay what the devil tries to, to do to you or to me. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. What, what's that, what does that even mean? Before her pain came, she delivered a male child who has heard such a thing, who has seen such things things. I'm not sure if I continue this, Jim, but I'm going to just continue on here on the screen. If not, just listen to what it says. Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. You know, Any of you ladies that have experienced childbirth, man, you would love it if the second that you go into childbirth, that baby's there, right? Bam, bam. That would be great, wouldn't it? You know, you would love that. Well, what's the the Lord saying here? What's he telling us? He's telling us the nation, watch now in the future because the nation of Israel will be born, reborn again in one day. What do we have to look to? What do we can look back on now? May 14th, 1948, the nation of Israel, if you don't, most of us, a lot of us can't conceive before that, or we are old enough to understand, before that, Israel wasn't Israel. May 14th, 1948, one day, one day. All those, because of what happened during the war, all the nations got together, and the president the time, everybody got together and said, this will now be called Israel. This nation again will be called Israel. One day, think about that, how time, as we see how time works. And I just want to encourage you, when God is doing something in your life or something is happening in your life, I don't know what it is, but I want you to know this. God doesn't tease us. He doesn't just let things happen in our life to to let them happen. When the devil comes at us, remember what he told Joseph or what Joseph told his brothers, what, what, what this world, what the devil means for evil, God can turn around into good. That's the same as our life. But I want to encourage you today to know that where are we? The time clock for the end of time started then. Because God says, when that happens, when Israel becomes a nation again, it clicks off and we're headed towards the end times. We're in it. And so, first of all, we go to that verse. That's crazy. Think of Bible always tells us the truth. And here, thousands of years later, Israel becomes a nation again. And one day, right there... It is in Isaiah 66. And anything for you and for me, should, we should realize that, hey, God is real. The Bible is real. If we can go to this verse and know the time we're living in spiritually to know that everything that happens in Israel, we need to keep watching. Let me say it this way. I've said it many times in my head. I've said it back with Ernie and front back. I have a way of twisting things in my mind. So just stay with me if I get it wrong, but you'll get it right. This is so important. Israel, I try not to write down, I want to just say it. Okay, let's think of when we have, a, when we have our, our watches or you look on your iPhones, okay? You have your phone, right? Israel, when it comes to the time that we're living in, and it started clicking off May 14, 1948, right there's that verse, okay? So where are we spiritually? Know this Israel is God's hour or, or timepiece, okay? The hour the hour piece on the time, okay? When we see how long an hour is, that's the nation of Israel. When we see the minute hand and you take the minute hand, that's the city of Jerusalem. And when you take the second hand, that's the temple mount. That's God's time plot in the end. And so what I want you and I to know is we see, anytime you see anything in the news at all about Israel, stop, know where we're at, listen to what's being said. Because everything stops and changes when people hear what's happening in the Middle East, right? Because they know that this could bring on the next war, the end times. I want us to know what it means for us. Always keep an eye, Israel, the hour clock. what's happening there? And then we see Jerusalem. Well, what, are we, what have we seen just the last couple months? You know, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to split the land? Are we going to do this? Do, do, do? We don't know. But we do know that that is God's land. If you try to take it from God's people, there's going to be a problem. So we need to watch that, and we need to see where we are spiritually. It's just not kind of like, well, you know, before we know it, it'll be December. Hey, it's just another year. You know, what are you doing? Oh, I don't know. You know another year goes by. God has a purpose for why you're still here. You're, you're not here. I think the phone, see, the phone's ringing right now. It's over. I'm leaving. Time's up. That's it. Somebody's phone's ringing. I don't know. Sam's about every couple of months. Anyways. So I want to get, to get that again before we go on. Always remember that. The hourpiece on God's watch is Israel. We look as we continue to go. The men in hand is Jerusalem. In other words, when it gets closer, us getting the end times, and you see more it's happening in Israel, and then you see more it's happening in Jerusalem, and then you hear more about the Temple Mount. The, 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 the Jewish people want so much to be rebuilt, but we know what the Antichrist is going to do again at the end. There with that. Watch what's happening. The closer it gets in on that time, the closer we're going to be. And God just wants us all. I'm here to tell you that, as the Bible says, as we live in this time, be awake. Be awake. I don't know if very many of you have animals, but uh, I used to have two dogs. I just have one now. Our other one just went to dog heaven or whatever that might be. But anyways, uh, do you ever your dogs, you know, you get your dog's toys and stuff? you ever get up in the middle of the night and bam, you just land on one of those toys and... Uh, You know, it's like you trip, you you know whatever. My, why is it so difficult to go over and just flick the light on? Is it that difficult? It really is it that difficult? I tell myself that. What in the world? All I had to do is flick the light on, and this wouldn't happen. This is it right here. God's word is a lamp to our feet. Take a second. Whatever it is that you need for today or tomorrow. Flick the light on, and you're not going to have, whatever issue it is, it's going to be a whole lot easier. But you're not going to trip over. God is telling us spiritually where we're at. All we have to do is look at his word. And it changes the way that you live. Let's look at at a a second verse to, to just build on this. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 12. Revelation 12 verse 12 verse telling us about the devil. Therefore, rejoice, O heaven, and you who dwell in them. Then he says, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and to the sea. Why is that? For the devil has come down to you. In other words, the prince and the power of this air we know is the devil. He has great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. He knows that he has a short time. Bible also tells us God's word, all of us here, all of us that are listening and watching, don't think it's strange when something happens to, to you and your family, when something happens to you that you don't like, when something happens to you that you're wondering, Lord, why is this happening? God's word says, don't think it's strange for the fiery trial that you're going through. You might be in junior high or you might be a re- retired. I don't know what, but we all go through difficult things. A lot of those things we don't like to talk about. But God's saying, don't think it's strange because as a believer, the devil doesn't like what you stand for. Just know he's not always going to win. Why? Why, is, why do we see so much happening to believers today? Because the devil knows that he has a short time. I mean, we are, we are rapidly flying into eternity. You know, I heard someone, uh, another preacher this week, he was preaching and he was using a statistic. Do you know that, that over half the churches in America will not even begin to take one passage or talk about what I'm talking about today? In other words, they, half the churches in America don't even bring up the end times. They will not talk about it. You know why? It's, it scares everybody too much. Well, I don't know what to say to that. I just know that it's the truth, and I don't believe that that's what God's Word does. When we understand what's happening, you and I, with what you're facing this week, can have comfort. God's the God of all comfort. All right. What else is happening? I, I want you to turn to one other couple more verses. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 3. Again, spiritually, where are we as as far as time is involved? Now, the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times we're living, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Let me stop before I go into that following verse. Young People Day, if you're here as a young person, you're listening. I, I think it's got to be so difficult to try and live the right life today. I saw a recent, uh, very well-known, I, I, I don't even need to say her name, so I'm not going to. She's a very well-known artist, a young person, very talented, very gifted. She's had her problems in the past, but, but I, I can only say that I, I don't know where she is. I'm not going to judge her, but I can say this by what... Uh, I'm sharing with you. Her newest album, you as young people that can go out and buy, is somebody that will want to buy her out. Her newest album that she has, and again, she's very popular, has the picture on the album cover. And there's a picture of her, like, bound up, okay, with, looks like, I don't know, black tape or rope or whatever it might be. I'm just singing on my phone. She's bound up with black tape, all right? Like, all like this, laying on a cross. And I'm thinking, what? What are you doing? I mean, I I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And and all I could think of in in the latter times, know this. The devil will push as hard as he can as fast as he can and as much as we let him. I'm here to share today we need to have boundaries. We need to know, we need to be in tune with what our young people are facing and what they're going through. I mean, I couldn't believe when I saw this. I'm like, what? All I can imagine is she, she's on a talk show. They're going, well, hey, tell us about that new album that you've got out. You know, how does she even, you know, bridge that gap? Laying on a cross, it's so evident when you see it. Laying on a cross, bound up, like somehow she's in bondage or somewhere. I'm like, wow. Do you know today that we're living in this spiritual time? We're living in anything goes. That's where we're at. Let me prove it to you even more. Verse 3. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God's created... To recede with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. What's 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 that saying there? In this time that we're living in spiritually, we live in a time more than any other time that marriage really—it's it, just not talked about. It's just not—it's not a thing. You can do whatever you want, and, and no more than any other time. The reason I'm sharing sharing this today. Every fall, every, whether it's Netflix or television or Hula or whatever you watch, there's always the new shows that come out, right? And watch how they push it, push it further and, and what we see. And more than anything, you see, you know, marriage is just, it's, just it, it's not what it was. Forbidding to, in other words, what does that mean? It means you're, you're kind of looked weird upon today if you do get married. That's where we're, we're almost there. This is what God is saying. This is time. And on top of that, which I've studied so much, about, I don't want to offend anybody that's vegan. if you're here today or you're watching, but, you know, I love my Swenson's Hamburg every now and then, okay? Here's the deal. Have you heard that more than anything in the news about how we're trying to, to, to kind of seg- segue over into to getting away from meat and, and the foods of God's earth? It's in the news all the time. Ten years ago, it wasn't. All I'm getting for for us to say, we're going to bring this to, to a close, all I'm getting us for you to understand is where we're at. So if you know where you're at, you know what's going on, it should encourage us to know that when I face adversity that I face, I know as this battle gets more enraged, God is right there in the middle of it with me. I'm not going to lose. I've already won. You've already won. This battle is already The devil comes after your marriage, after your home, after your kid. He never stops. I always tell everybody, when you get hit once, when you get hit once, no, just be ready. You're going to get hit the second time. Because most fights, if you've ever been in one, it usually takes the second punch to knock the person down. Well, all right, what am I saying? don't think it's strange in this fiery trial that you're in. Don't, don't think it that way. Know that hey, part of this life, you're going to get hit, I'm going to get hit. What I'm saying is, Bible tells us in Proverbs a righteous person gets knocked down over and over and over and gets back up. How does that happen? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit pulls you back up. Why? Because you know that God is real, that Jesus lives within you through the power of the Holy Spirit, and the devil is always going to lose. I just want you to know that today. I want you to know that, that we are living in this end time. You know, just freak out and wonder what's happening, what's going to oh, happen. Hey, just know, hey, this is, this is not anything new to the Lord. What just happened to me or what just happened to you? This is not anything new. Just know what God is going to do. What's he going to do? Let's close it. What is he going to do? What you're, what, what the trial maybe you're going through today and the spiritual time that we're living in and what's the craziness that's going all around us. What do we do today? And we'll close with it. Exodus and Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. I'm gonna read a couple verses here, verses 13 and 14. Now, what's what's the setting here? The setting is we already forget the miracle that God's done. You say, What do you mean, Dallas? The children of Israel have already left Egypt. God has broke them loose, they're now on their way to freedom. Pharaoh decides, I'm not happy about letting them go. I want them back or I want them destroyed. He sends the strongest part of his army that he has, the best chariots that he has, they go flying after them. What did it say? They know the children of Israel knew, he saw them coming. He heard, they heard them coming, the clouds, everything that was happening. And they, they cry out to Moses, well, what are we gonna do? We're gonna die, did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? That's to you and to me today. You know, we sit, sometimes, you know, when, we, when I listen to Messenger, you're sitting here at church, we just kind of like, well, you know, I was brought up in church, so I better go to church today so I don't feel guilty this week, you know. That's how we feel. Instead of saying, you know what? God, no, God, you, as bad as this looks, as hard as this is, I don't care what my eyes see, through my spirit, I see you, Jesus. When I see you, it changes the equation. What happened before they were crossing the Red Sea, and we all know the, the flood waters went up the Red Sea if they walked there. Well, we forget about just the hours before that. It said, "God flipped the light." He flipped it to where where all of pharaoh's army was, it was complete darkness before the children went over. On dry land, it was complete light. Do you see the picture that is for us? Even though we're in the midst of the battle, the enemy doesn't know what he's gonna do next. He's just trying any which way to come at you to see how he can knock you down. At the same time, we are living in God's light. The devil can't see, God sees. All the devil can do is just throw stuff at you to see what works to knock you down. And what the Lord wants us to see today, and you put in what you're facing right now as I read these verses. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today for the Egyptians whom you see today you shall see again no more forever isn't how amazing how personal God puts that in there for you and for me for you today what you face You've been faithful. And this battle that you're going through, or maybe that you've been through, like the children of Israel for years, God is saying that battle that you will, that you're facing today, after today, you will never have to go through that same battle again. So God's telling us. God's telling you today, whatever it is, will you see and don't look back behind you at the enemy see forward to the clearing that God has made which no one can make. What does God tell us in the book of Jeremiah? I will make for you a river in the desert. That's what God does for us. All we have to do what does he tell us there? He's telling us in this verse, he tells us in several passages of the Bible. He's telling us all I want you to do What he means by there is stand. All I want you to do is just believe in me. Believe that I can do anything because you're my child. I see that you've been faithful. And I'm not going to let the devil ever do that again, what he's done to you. Might be a different trial. But today, it's over. That's the God that we serve let's finish what it says why because verse 14 the lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace again what is he saying the lord wants us to do what he just wants us to stand, just be faithful. And what does he say? He says to you and to me, that person is coming after you, whether it's in school or whether it's at work or it I be, and you cannot get away from them. And all of a sudden, the Lord does something, and they're like, they, get, they end up going to another school or, or something happens. And, da, 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 and the Lord's saying, just stand there. I'm going to fight that battle. And here's the greatest thing about this, we close. What do we talk about? So, everybody talks about so much today spiritually. And I'm just, and which we all get that. I'm just so beat down. Oh, man, I don't know, I'm going to make it through this. We Sunday night again, money's gone. Here we go again, you know, the whole thing. We all have that, right? But the Lord says, your, you will hold your peace. What is he saying there? He will give you rest. Rest. Do we really have that as much as we can today? Rest. Rest in the Lord and the power of his might. What does that mean? That means to rest, that means to know that, Lord, you got this. I'm going to join my family. I'm going to do the things you want me to do. I see how the end times is coming so fast. I see spiritually what is happening in our world and all the things that we, we have to be living in this end time. We know what's ha- we know the battle is raging more. But God opened the sea for Israel and they would have never thought in a thousand years how God would have done that. You, me, and our, and our situations that we go through. How much energy and time do we lose wondering how God is going to work this situation out? And he's already parted the see in your life and in my life. We just have to look ahead and know that he's done it. And when we do that, there's rest. You know, one of my favorite verses in Matthew, and we'll close with. That God will give you rest when you believe who Jesus is. You, when you come to him, he will teach you. He will teach me his rhythm of grace. And God wants his children, wants you, wants me, to enjoy this life. The way that we do is we always see him. Don't look at what you're looking at right now don't see all the problems, I don't care whether it's financially, I don't care whether it's, you might feel insecure, or you might feel intimidated, you know, I assure you how many times before, you know, I, go, I, I always think about this time of year, going into a freshman year in high school, I was, uh, I was thinking, on a good day, I was 5'2", okay, on a good day, I was just so sick to my stomach half of my freshman year because it was just so intimidating. But you know what? God knows you. He knows you. And He's got exactly what you need. And He'll take that nervousness and that whatever it might be about the future way in your life, when you see Jesus, you see who he is, and you know what he's done, you know he's real, and you know he's true, he's never failed, he'll never leave you, he'll never forsake you, why don't we look to him more? I'm right there with you. Look to him, see who he is, know that he's right there with you, he will fight your battles, and he will give you rest right in the midst of what you're going through. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. uh, You know, we have so many people watch online now and are here today. All of us, as I speak, it just goes through my mind all the different things I know people are going through. But I want you to see Jesus right now. Whether you've tuned in, or whether you're here watching, God has blessed you just for the fact to remind you who Jesus is and what he can do. Stand there and see the salvation of the Lord in your life. I don't know what it is. I don't know what Red Sea needs to be parted, but I know the enemies of God were destroyed. Not one of them survived. Not one of those warriors survived. They were coming to kill God's people. And they walked across dry land to what was called the Promised Land. I want you to know what God has for you this week and this month, as much as you've been through whatever you've been through. He's got a plan. Let him work it. Let him fight your battles. Jesus, we come to you today. If there's someone that doesn't know you as their Savior that's watching, we always, always let them know they can pray. You tell us, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus, you've given us eternal life in heaven through your death and through your resurrection. And Father, if there's someone here, so many that watch, Lord, if there's someone here, may they pray this prayer. Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. You lived a perfect life while you were in this earth. And you shed your perfect blood on the cross of Calvary for me. Lord, I'm not sure of everything, but I'm going to take a step of faith and ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Jesus, we praise you. We thank you that there is always, always a way through you. May we not give up through what we see, through what we hear. May we see you spiritually where we know you're working and know that you have a plan and that you never lose. And Father, in this crazy time that we live in, you will navigate a river in the desert, and you will show us the next step. And we will rest because you're fighting our battles for us. If there's someone here as we close today, the if they don't know you as their Savior, Lord, may they come forward and I can show them in your word and they can accept you today. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith We accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, Just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer, dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son and you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer,